This is the I'm Stuff podcast, a podcast about eating disorders, disordered eating, body image, and mental health. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman, and in today's episode, episode 6 of season 4, we are talking about the pros and cons of what I eat in a day content. So guys, new episode, and this episode is all about the pros and cons of what I eat in a day videos. And the reason why I'm making this episode is for you to eventually at the end of the episode make a conscious decision for yourself or be able to make a conscious decision for yourself on watching those videos or blogs or not. I highly believe it doesn't matter which type of eating disorder you have, we all get drawn somehow to that content. And I know why, because it's content about something that we are very insecure about, we have a love and hate relationship with, and therefore it, we are maybe seeking for some type of approval, and we see you know, a way that a certain person does it, and maybe we can get something out of that. And that get something out of that can be very different for everybody. So that's why this episode, before I start out this episode, I always have, at least with my personal podcast episodes, a little description on how I'm recording this. Well, I'm in my PJs. I am dying because of my period. I've never been so tired. Yesterday was Saturday, and I think I've slept like more than three-fourths of the day. And now I'm recording this. I'm a little bit better in my energy, but still very sore. Also because I went to the gym a day before my period and did a new training. And outside the weather is very, very bad. Normally I give PT in the morning on Sundays, but now with this type of weather, raining, windy, really like dangerous, I'm not doing it. And while I'm recording this, I'm a little bit pacing around in my old room at my parents' home. I like being active because I always think better when I am doing these episodes, when I'm moving, than that I'm sitting down. I become a little bit too sluggish. So that is the setting for now. And let's jump into this podcast episode. Oh yeah, guys, and maybe before I start, don't forget to follow the podcast. Uh, basically, I'm I'm stuff <laughs> underscore eating disorder podcast. And don't forget to either share, recommend, or maybe if you would like to be on the podcast, you can always DM me to at I'm stuff underscore com. So what are what I eat in a days? Before we even start about the pros and cons, what I eat in a day can either be a video or a blog and it could also be what I eat in a week and it actually is a summary of a person's food pattern either for a day or a week and a lot of us consume this type of content because we like it it is you know it has a low threshold it's easy to watch and we maybe look at it for inspiration we maybe are interested because it can change our body composition gain weight uh, stays the same or lose weight we are maybe interested because we want to eat more sustainable or we are interested because you know uh, maybe you have some skin problem or intestine problems and you see the person doing a diet that helps with it so several reasons to invest your time in what I eat in a day videos. One of these other reasons, like I just stated before, was body composition 
And I think for a lot of people with an eating disorder, that part of body composition is very interesting because we can reduce our weight, we can maybe gain weight, you know, it can go different ways or stay stable. So that part is very interesting, at least what I see as an experience, uh, experience expert and dietitian for a lot of people with an eating disorder. And it has been my interest as well during my eating disorder. Is it strange or per se a bad thing that we are looking at those what I eat in a day videos? In my personal opinion, no. Because the way the often the content creator makes those videos is because they want to share creativity or the good news or maybe bad news of following this certain eating pattern to inform people, to share recipes and all of that. So often that content isn't created with a bad intention. It's even so that some of these content creators put out a warning where this is my personal way of eating. It's here to inspire you. Please don't eat it till the tea, how I eat it because your body needs something different. Everybody needs something different. So I think in the essence that information that they share isn't dangerous unless it's an influencer that is purposely trying to share dangerous content. For example, I believe there is an eating disorder influencer out there on YouTube that you purposely share, you know, how less she eats or stuff like that. And that is just red flag material that I would skip hella hella fast. So how is it for you? What should you do with this info? Before I even start again about the pros and cons, I would like you to reflect on how you treat this content. I even know that sites as proud to be me share, you know, what I eat in the days, but that's for empowering women, men and non-binary to, you know, see what you can do with your food, seek out creativity, have fun with food again. So my question to you is, how do you view this content? Are you using it the right way or are you abusing it? And the moment you're abusing it, you're actually using it, the content to often influence your body composition or influence your way of eating so it can influence your body composition. So maybe you're doing stuff like eating excessive protein or following that vegan diet because you think you will maybe be fuller from it, as in more of a less appetite. So where are you at and are you abusing that content or are you using it the right way? Because actually by answering this question and being honest to yourself, you already know if you're mo more at the cons or at the pro side of what I eat in a day videos or blogs. So I'm just gonna give you 10 seconds to just answer with a yes or no, and maybe later on to fill in why, the why, the yes or no. So. Just giving you 10 seconds now to think about that. Hopefully you use those 10 seconds wisely because these 10 seconds are 10 seconds of pure honesty towards yourself and how you're using or abusing information. Now, in this case, we're going to talk about the pros from these what I eat in a day blogs, vlogs before, before and then start out with the cons afterwards. So the pros 
that I see in these blogs, and that's why I think proud to be me is a very good example from this, is that they can show fun again with food. Especially if you have a person that is in recovery or past recovery, they can show you how much fun it is to have food in your life again in a way that isn't stressful. So let's think about recipes, let's think about fair foods that they eat now because uh, back in the day they couldn't and now they're enjoying it. That part is very important. I think that's another part that we can add to is cultural-wise from the What I Eat in a Day blogs or vlogs that you learn different foods from different cultures and you maybe you know, have never tried that before. So you get a new recipe that you can implement in your food routine. That's another second positive pro from eating the What I Eat in a Day blogs. The third one is diversity, as in if you're a person that eats a lot of the same things over and over again, food can become very boring and maybe less interesting to eat. So seeing that diversity and grabbing recipes out of that and adding diversity to your plate is a very positive thing when it comes down to the what I eat in a day blogs or vlogs. And the last thing, and I think that's very depending on the person that is making the video, is number four, the confidence of the person choosing their products or their meals. As in, they're comfortable enough to maybe eat a little bit more than they were planned to, or they just follow their natural intuition and maybe eat a little bit less there and eat a little bit more later on, or maybe even not the case because they're maybe not feeling that well. They just follow their natural intuitive way of their body. And that type of confidence and being in sync with your body during those what I eat in a days or blogs or vlogs is a very good thing to see as a person with an eating disorder. Because if you, you know, skip an item on your meal plan just because you really don't want it and it's your body saying it, there's nothing wrong with that. So finding that confidence back again, seeing people maybe that are, you know, post recovery that do that as well. That is not per se a bad thing. It could be a beneficial beneficial thing of these what I eat in a day videos. And then there are the cons. And the cons are something that I would like to add with red flags. As in, if you are following a person on social media that does this a lot, please reconsider if you want to follow these what I eat in a day videos. Because there are a lot of people out there that make what I eat in a day videos. So don't per se stick to them because if you see this unhealthy behavior that they maybe perceive as healthy behavior but isn't healthy for you i should actually i highly advise you to skip their content well one of the first things would be macro counting as in i've put together this meal with these types of macros i'm hitting this carbs these amounts of proteins and fats for a person that's in recovery i don't think it's needed information it actually will actually work counterfeit for you as in counter your balance and make you unbalanced secondly as a person that sets all the macros and calories of every meal again not very beneficial for a person with an eating disorder third as a person that only you know use a lot of those fake foods uh, creatine powder pre-workout protein powder with this a lot of fake foods that are highly processed and I'm not talking about Oreos or stuff like that I'm just talking about the gym food that is not needed for a person in recovery 
Fourth is a person that is only busy with sugar-free this, sugar-free this, sugar-free syrup, sugar-free this. Not needed for a person in recovery. Fifth is a person that says, okay, I only have this amount of calories left, so I will not be eating this, or I'm choosing this product because I have this amount of calories left while I actually want to eat this product. Let's say I'm choosing an apple while I actually would want to eat ice cream. For that type of people, I would definitely recommend you not to follow them because again, it's not needed for your recovery. Then I think I'm either now at fifth or at sixth. I even lost count. <laughs> God. People that are earning their food in these videos, as in I have trained hard, I have walked a lot, so now I can have this instead of that. Big red flag. I think this is number seven um, that I'm saying now. Number seven is people that use activity uh, trackers and, uh, you know, log their food. Big red flag is needed for recovery. So I think I could go on and on, but I have the base of the cons of videos you should skip because they're not going to help and aid in recovery, but they're just going to make stuff more complicated because what they're saying isn't needed for recovery. You need to really eat whole foods again, try out fats, don't make higher mathematics of your food like they're doing because it will not aid in recovery. So I hope I gave you a little bit of a good view on what you should seek in a what I eat in a day video. I don't believe in skipping videos. Uh, some people maybe really need it, but I also think that, you know, making yourself mentally more stronger needs a few things as in having your non-negotiables for certain videos as in if I see this or that and I'm not, I know that I'm vulnerable for that, I skip it and I seek out influencers that do not do that so you're still able to see videos and the end of the day hopefully because of that you become stronger and these types of triggers later on are under problem and you can just look at that video and think like okay i see something that i like and now the rest is bs and it's not a thing anymore like it is now so i hope you like this podcast episode the next episode will be an interview and i'll see you then Thank you for listening to the I'm Stuff podcast. If you would like to know more, you can go to imstuff.nl or to the Instagram imstuff underscore com and start working on your relationship with food today.